With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Well, the Kiwis are in action uh, this weekend, Eden Park, Saturday night. Oh, my God, Tua Samoa. This is going to be an awesome, awesome occasion, uh, Pacific Nations Cup. And uh, playing for the Kiwis in the number nine jersey, his uh, first test match at Hooker against a team he happened to play for not that long ago. It's Fa'amanu Brown uh, joining us on the show here on The Run Home. Fa'amanu, uh, congratulations on getting the nod from Michael Maguire. You must be stoked. Um, yeah, bro, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on um, on air today. Um, yeah, bro, obviously happy. Um, still hasn't really sunk in, to be honest. Um, I, I don't think it will kick in until probably after the camp, but um, very excited to be a part of this team. Um, it's taken me, uh, obviously, 10 years since I, I think the first time I made the squad, the wider squad, was when I was, when I was 19. So um, I'm almost 29 now, so to be you know, taken 10 years to get me here. And um, yeah, just glad that I've got, got an opportunity. And of course, uh, the way that things all work out, you end up playing a side that you went to the World Cup with, of course, Samoa, what a wonderful tournament that was for them. Uh, that's going to be kind of cool for you, I guess, to, to sort of sit back and you know, you're going to do the, the haka, of course, and then to sit back and watch the response from the Samoans. I'd imagine that'll be a really emotional moment for you. Yeah, obviously, um, obviously um, it's, it's obviously an honour to, to, to represent both countries and to represent Samoa in the World Cup, and you know it's it's a special group. What we did last last year, and something that um, no one can take away from from me or my family, and and from that um, the bunch of boys there, and um, just yeah, obviously it's going to be exciting and obviously an emotional time for uh, myself. I'm also singing the um, you know national anthem for both mm. countries, and um, just yeah, just also just to represent um, my mum's my mum and dad's heritage of Samoa, and then. Of obviously representing, um, you know, where, I'm, where where I come from, where I'm born in New Zealand. Oh, it's 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 awesome, man! It's awesome, and you're under Michael Maguire, and and every Kiwis player that that I talk to and that we talk to on the show talk about just what a great sort of man manager he is, and and the culture that he brings within the camp, and he is really passionate about the success of New Zealand rugby league. What? How have you found um, your initial uh, time under Madge? Yeah, man, he's he's the man. Um, I was quite fortunate to have him at the West Tigers um, before he left, and um, for for me and for the players to get to this elite level, you got to. Um, it's not about, um, I guess, about how you know how to play, and that it's more just about um, player management and um, and and imagine that kind of person where he sort of knows you off the field and wants to get to know you off the field, and um, I think if you can, you know, he's he's all about culture, and he he tries to. Um, he does also, um, you know, get to know the players away from the game, and I think that's what 
a lot of the boys um, sort of give them the respect and um, we sort of repay them on the field. You've you've been through a lot when it comes to injury, just reading some notes before prepping for the interview with Armando Late uh, with a, a really bad injury in your right foot sort of four or five years ago pre-COVID. Uh, and at one point you were told that you might have to give the game up. Sort of explain that process and, and your recovery and getting back into the Super League uh, uh, about two years later. Yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, I broke a bone on my foot called the navicular bone and there's three uh, bones in your body that have limited blood supply and um, I snapped it three times Ooh. and a third time. The third time uh, I spoke to seven different surgeons and they didn't want to touch it and so um, they pretty much said that I was going to have to retire. I wasn't going to be able to run again. So um, for myself and where I come from and um, what I've had to sort of endure as a young kid growing up with my family with nine siblings and um, both parents, um, we've been through a lot, a, lot, a lot tougher stuff than that. So for me, just to have that perseverance um, got me there in the end. And yeah, obviously, um, once I come back from injury, um, no NRL club sort of wanted me, obviously due to injury. And and that's and like you got to understand that rugby league is a is a, is a business too. And um, I was quite fortunate to go over, overseas. It's um, at Featherstone Rovers, which is the league below Super League, and. They gave me a, they gave me a chance and I played every single game and um, I thought man why not um, try and make a comeback and anyway story short um, match match gave me a chance to to come around to the West Tigers and just to play full time um, reserve grade and then two guys go down in the NRL um, the next week and I get my call up and um, the rest is history. Yeah, to, to take a gross quote out of sport, you've made every post a winner since. Uh, you've obviously you've signed for Hull in, uh, in the Super League, which is cool. But you did have a stint with the Newcastle Knights. You played the Warriors this season. You must you were all you were obviously were right in the midst of that up the wires movement when, when you came over here. But playing with a guy like Kalen Ponga, man, that must have been super inspiring over the course of what he was doing at the back end of the season. Yeah, bro, he's he's, he's a freak. Um, you know, he's, he's he's getting paid the reason he's getting paid what you know he deserves, and mm. um, obviously he's become the Dali M um, player of the year. And he, he deserves, it. and obviously he's had a um, bit of a, a journey too this year, thinking about retiring, um, in the back end of um, after that multiple concussions. So for him to you know obviously receive that reward and also to be alongside him and such a talented player like that, um, yeah, sort of just helps me with my experience and helps me, you know, on the field too. You were you were there for that, that game in Mount Smart. Look, I know the result did not go the way that you wanted, uh, no doubt, but uh, what was what was that like from a professional standpoint as a Kiwi with, you know, 16 to 20,000 Kiwis there chanting up, you know, go the Warriors and it was, a, it was a wonderful night to be a sports fan, but for you being on the field, you take away the emotion of your club losing, that must have been a cool experience for you as a, as a New Zealander as well. Yeah, hard out. I think as I've ever since I've um, you know been brought up in New Zealand, or, or we've only got one team to support for New Zealand, that's, yes. and that's the Wild. And so um, to see to see the community come together, um, you know, especially with the Warriors that have, you know the last couple of the last couple of seasons haven't, haven't been too pretty. So for them to get to the point of semi final, it was a massive thing for the country, and I feel like it's it's helped the game of rugby league to be honest in New Zealand and because you know the last couple of years or 10, 10 12 years it's it's always been the all blacks and um it's just yeah just awesome to see what the wise have done in one year. Uh, amazing and I think uh, that's going to continue this weekend we know how passionate the Pacific Island community is I'm sure they're going to be out in numbers Kiwis fans as well playing at Eden Park I don't know if it's the first time you've played there but I imagine you've got family coming along as well yeah I got a fair bit of family bro from from, <laughs> um, from Christchurch and obviously from, from Aussie too so 
it's going to be mean. Um, it's going to be awesome to see the, the, a black wave and a blue wave. So, uh, it'll be buzzy, man. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of booze or chairs, so we'll see. <laughs> right, Farmer. Look, go well. An absolute pleasure talking to you, my friends. Uh, go well, and uh, best of luck this weekend. Cool. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. ba da ba ba